If you're like most men in our audience, you're committed to becoming the man, husband, father, and leader God called and created you to be. But the truth of the matter is, you struggle with either finding the time or knowing where to start. That's exactly why I created the Real Men Spiritual Leader Blueprint to give you a step-by-step, easy-to-follow guide to spiritually leading your family, even if you're a new believer. Now, you can't buy the Real Men Spiritual Leader Blueprint, but you can get it for free by signing up for our free e-newsletter. By signing up, you will be notified anytime fresh content is added to my site, so you don't always have to visit my blog to stay up-to-date on the latest information. Now, to get your free copy of the Real Men Spiritual Leader Blueprint, just visit realmenconnect.com and simply enter your name and email address on the form on the page. So if you're tired of trying to figure it all out and fit it all in as the spiritual leader, provider, and protector of your family, don't miss your chance to discover how to be the man God called and created you to be. Sign up today at realmenconnect.com. Welcome to Real Men Connect. Are you ready to be the extraordinary man, husband, father, and leader God called and created you to be? Then get ready to receive wisdom and guidance from some of the country's most respected men of faith as you learn everything you need to know to go from good man to great man God's way. No judgment, no shame. Just real men with real challenges seeking real change. All for God's glory. Hello, mighty men of God, and welcome to the Real Men Connect podcast, where we help good men become great men God's way. I'm your host, Dr. Joe Martin, and every week we interview some of the nation's most respected and accomplished men of faith to find out what it really takes to become the kind of husband, father, and spiritual leader God called and created us to be. Each interview session is packed with practical, proven biblical principles you can immediately apply in your relationships, on your job, and in your community. Today, what we have with us is a returning guest and a personal friend of mine, Cody Bobe, who's the author of the SoulCon Challenge and the founder of SoulCon. SoCon is a men's ministry with a global focus to inspire men to live a special forces lifestyle for Jesus Christ. Cody's a Navy veteran and he lives in Oklahoma City, Oklahoma with his wife and two children, Ty and Parker, and he's been married for 10 years. Cody has made multiple appearances on the Real Men Connect podcast, so like I said, I consider him a personal friend. Now, the last time I had Cody on the show was back in episode 91 when he talked about what it takes to be a special forces Christian. Now, specifically, we talked about the SoulCon Challenge. And if you haven't listened to that episode, please go back and check that one out. Now, since that time, I've personally been through the SoulCon Challenge twice. And in fact, just here in Chattanooga, Tennessee alone, we've had over 100 men and teenage boys commit to joining the challenge. Now, personally, I believe SoulCon has to be one of the fastest growing men's movement that I've seen in the last 20 years. And the ministry keeps expanding. Now, I invited Cody back on the podcast today to discuss his latest event in his ministry called the SoulCon Global Men's Gathering, which I had the privilege to watch via live streaming a few weeks ago. Now, I'm so excited to have him back on the Real Men Connect podcast. So, Cody, welcome back and thanks for joining us again, man. And thank you so much, Dr. Joe. I'm I'm so honored um, to be back on and excited to see uh, how God's going to use us to encourage everybody listening today and hopefully challenge um, and push us all to the next level in our faith. So I'm really um, excited about that. Uh, so so thank you. Honored to be here. 
And, you know, Cody, I consider you pretty much um, like a, a brother to me. So um, I consider you going to be like a regular guest on that show because it seems like you're always up to something. You know, uh, we were talking before we came on the air and, you know, we were looking at our schedules and how busy we are. But I will consider you, even though you're a white brother, I'll call you the James Brown of men's ministry because <laughs> you're the <laughs> hardest working brother I've seen in men's ministry, man. Hey, thank you. <laughs> an honor. I love it. <laughs> so, but I want to jump into this because, man, I'm excited because... You know, I you know I saw you mention the event about the global men's gathering, and you know, and I've signed up for it, and I wanted to participate in it, and I got to watch um, from my wife's studio um, to be part of that. And man, dude, I was almost in tears, man. Um, and, I, and I know probably most people won't get that sentimental about it, but when you work in men's ministry and you have a heart to see men come to Christ and to see men come together in brotherhood, man, it touched my heart to no end. That's why I reached out to you. And just text you a thank you for just allowing me to be part of that. And then you told me that this was going to be something that you're thinking about continuing. So that's why I wanted to bring you on to the show. Now, Cody, before we get into um, talking about the Global Men's Gathering, you know, some people didn't listen or they didn't hear you on episode 91, which I encourage them to go back and listen to that. But I want you to briefly explain to our listeners what SoulCon is and why you created it in the first place. Yeah, no, thank you. And uh, SoulCon is, uh, it, it's a movement in the heart of men. It's it, The heart is to inspire the man that likes, that if, man, if you're a man listening and you like action movies, you're going to love what SoulCon is. Uh, if you live for a life of adventure and you want it, but you don't really know how to put it together in the 21st century men's ministry or in the church, SoulCon bridges the gap to say, um, we're going to provide a challenge for you right where you're at, no matter what level you're at in your faith. Maybe you're a 1 out of 10. Maybe you're just starting in your relationship with the Lord. Or you're a 9 out of 10 Christian uh, in your development with the Lord. It's going to push you to the next level. And SoulCon, it, it goes out and it challenges you to answer um, a call to a special forces lifestyle for Jesus. And the, the SoulCon Challenge, the book, it pushes you through challenges in your body, soul, and spirit, just like you're at. Um, as you read through the daily devotionals, you're reading through a fictional experience um, of a special forces training camp for Christians that you're going through, and you're going through some of the challenges, but it forms this uh, mindset inside of you as a believer that you are um, serving shoulder to shoulder with other men that are warriors for Christ, no matter how broken their past is or no matter, no matter how broken their day is, that uh, they will press on to bring honor and glory to God with their lives. And um, really the heart of what SoulCon is, is a band of brothers, um, a, a brotherhood that can't be broken, founded on Christ, willing to push ourselves to the limit to serve others. Um, so that's what, what, what SoulCon is. It, it starts with a challenge of the book, but we have an app you can get connected. I've, I've been at fitness now for 11 years, and I have meal plans, workout videos, but it's just a, a community for all of us men to say we need this brotherhood, and we need this brotherhood of people who are going to get over the fear of serving Jesus in this world because when we're real with ourselves, we all have some type of fear with it. Um, but we're going to be like Peter and we're going to step out of the boat and we're going to cheer each other on and be there even if we sink because the waves are intimidating. Um, but we're going to turn to Jesus every time. So that's really what, what SoulCon is. And, uh, and for any man that you're not familiar with it, I just want to encourage you because, um, 
as the more I do men's ministry and Dr. Joe and as he does men's ministry and the harvest is plentiful, the workers are few. That's Luke ten two, what Jesus said. Let me tell you guys, we, we need the workers in the field with sober, alert minds because there's guys around you, you listening right now, there's guys around you that are getting, um, Satan, or is the demonic realm is working with addictions and he's, he's capturing them and he's torturing their soul. And we need warriors like you to, to take a stand and to look at people eye to eye and ask them how they're doing in their relationship with the Lord and sharing Jesus. And man, that takes a, it takes a warrior. It takes a warrior to do that because it gets out of your comfort zone. Um, so that is what the movement of SoulCon is. That's what the heart is, is to say we need those special forces soldiers who fear nothing. Uh, the only thing that we fear is God. You know, and, and Cody, I'm excited about what SOCON is about because I've been able to participate in it a couple of times. And um, I consider you a friend for life, and I'm going to always probably be connected to the ministry of what you're doing because it's so powerful. And as you were talking about that, I'm thinking about the men out there who are listening who are ministry leaders. And a lot of times, you know, yes, this movement, you're casting this net um, in America for men to kind of step up and to become a quote special forces Christian and adopt this lifestyle uh, to be sold out and all in for Jesus Christ. But at the same time, I know there are um, men's leaders out there who are leading ministries like me and like you and like others who are saying, wow, Joe, you know, we would do anything to get our men engaged. And one of my mentors, um, he's been on our show a couple of times. His name is Jeff Kasaya, and he was a national training director um, for Man in the Mirror. He um, taught us a philosophy about how in men's ministry, you have to have what he called multiple on-ramps for men to be engaged in men's ministry. That you can't, all men are not going to enter at the same level. Some are a little bit more advanced, some a little bit more basic. And Cody, I would say this. As far as when it comes to SoulCon and what you've been able to create in the vision God has given you, that this is probably the best. And I am not just this is not hyperbole that this is probably one of the best on ramps I've ever seen for men's ministry. Man, I'm telling you that so many men could enter on this on ramp to get started in their spiritual development, whether they are a new believer, even if they're questioning whether or not they believe. They can start or they can be as advanced and mature in their faith. And this is a great place to start body, uh, mind, soul and spirit. And so I just think that it's not just for men, but for men's ministry leaders as a thing to get their men involved. Don't you agree? Yes. Yeah. And for those men's ministry leaders listening, it really um, and I see it. I encourage men all the time that we can't depend on the ministry leaders and the pastors to do all the work. So this movement really inspires the heart of the man that maybe doesn't is not in the vocational ministry, but to, to stand up and do their part in the body of Christ, because we're all created to do it. Whether you're a ministry leader, um, Joe, like you and like me, we have the opportunity to do that. Or you are a man that has a job that's that's not vocationally full time in the church. We are all ministry leaders um, at some regard. And when man, when the when the men in the body of Christ start to rise up and view, view themselves like that, the, the we feel it as leaders. We feel the weight, um, the load being shared with all of us a little more effectively. And that to that ministry leader that's listening. Man, to encourage you, this resource, it challenges your men to to really be this special forces soldier in God's army. And you're going to see, and we've seen it, uh, we just finished Soulcon Team Echo yesterday, 
um, which was amazing. And I have so many pictures coming in of the graduations and guys in their churches um, that have finished this challenge together as groups. And one pastor even had a cake made with the Solcon logo on it wow. that they had to eat on their <laughs> feast. It was so cool. Um, but I but I heard from different pastors and leaders in the church on, on what a blessing it is to see their men you know, one of the challenges in the book is to never let the offering plate pass by without giving something to the offering plate. Um, to be an active warrior playing offense with your giving and with looking at everything. So it's a, it's a really cool dynamic, but it's it's if it's from the heart of God for men to say we need to stand up and we need to stand up and we need to serve and pour our guts out for the gospel and be the bold men that the, the local church needs, the world needs. Um, so it's a really, it's a really cool thing. And then, you know, across our country, we, we understand we have, that we don't see, um, anybody debate on really anymore because we, we can't find the answer. We have a health epidemic and we have a health epidemic that we really have to see, um, reversed and, you know, SoCon, when you talk about health with a man, it gets really personal really quick, <clears throat> but if there's a brotherhood attached to it, uh, I was active duty in the Navy for six years, and like Joe, you said in, when you're introducing me, um, but man, there was a brotherhood that we had that was such a bond in that process, and it made fitness make sense for me because my mission was the most important thing, and I was using my body as a tool to get ready for that mission, and now in the brotherhood of the body of Christ, it makes that same culture um, so just really, it's, it's an encouragement to the body and really for each one of us men, it challenges us because it's a challenge to pick up your cross daily. And, um, you know, there's no, it's not, Jesus didn't say, pick up your cross six days a week and take one day <laughs> to, do, to do whatever your flesh wants, uh, which I'm grateful for. I don't want, man, I, I lived under the control and the power of Satan until I was 18 years old. And from 13 to 18, I chased every lust and thought I could fulfill what my soul longed for with every high and lust that I could find. And um, I did just about all uh, a majority of those, and I always came up miserable. Um, so when I see pick up your cross daily, I, my my soul cries out that says, God, I don't want one second without my cross. I understand the pain associated with it in my flesh. Uh, but I don't want one second without my cross because I don't want Satan to be, I don't want to surrender my will to him ever again. And I'll tell you, I can't agree with you more. Uh, I'm in the same boat with you, Cody, on that one. You know, and I know for the people who um, they're just meeting you or hearing you for the first time, I, I will encourage them to go back and listen to episode 91 because we could spend the rest of the show talking about what a special force Christian looks like and what um, that kind of lifestyle demands from us as believers. But I, I brought you on the show to talk about the Global Men's Gathering. I am so excited because I don't know that much about it other than I enjoyed my experience with it. And so let's talk about that. First of all, um, what is the, the SoCon Global Men's Gathering and why did you start it in the first place? Yeah, so the SoCon Global Men's Gathering is, uh, man, it, it really is birthed out of uh, a holy discontentment that I have seen with different men's events and men's ministries to where a lot of times I, I have the opportunity to travel and speak and do men's events for churches. But a lot of times the men's event happens and I speak and there's not another men's event for another year. 
um, and I started to realize why that was. It wasn't because we're completely just overlooking and neglecting. Um, it's because to bring in a, a high caliber speaker um, to, to, to put on an event, it takes a, a, a budget, it takes a team um, to do a great event. And, you know, we, we want to serve men at a, at a high level. So I started to see that and I started to realize, man, I, I feel this discontentment pushing me to provide that experience for men and churches all around the world for free. Um, so what I, what I started and what the SoCon Global Men's Gathering is, is the second Saturday of every month at 9 a.m. Central Standard Time. <clears throat> We're going to do a live event. We started our first one. It was the first one. Joe, you talked about this on February 11th. <clears throat> Excuse me. And... Um, man, this event, guys all around the world know that at 9am for one hour, it will be live and they can tune in and for everything from the, the person that does the introduction to the worship, to this, this talk, to the worship at the end, the invitation, the challenge is all going to be focused on the warrior heart of a man. And everything is going to be having, it has the commitment of excellence. So men, around the world can tune in live no matter where they're at. Um, and they churches, we had six different churches just in the state of Oklahoma show the global men's gathering on their big screen and invite men in. And what I realized with men's ministry, a lot of times is we just need to have something to invite men to gather to. And churches really need it that they don't have to do the work to put it together. So the cool thing with the Global Men's Gathering is the church can just, it's, it's all going to be streamed and um, there's three different cameras, HD, high quality. Um, so they can, they can put it up on their big screen. It looks great. And kind of the theme of the event is BYOC, bring your own coffee. And just the, encourage, just the encouragement to men um, across the world to say, man, just either make your own coffee and bring it, um, stop by a coffee shop on the way, wherever you're gathering, or gather at a coffee shop. But just really providing men a time that they know it's one hour, the second Saturday of the month, from 9 a.m. to 10 a.m. Central Standard Time, where they can get together and they can get challenged in the Lord, experience God's presence. And, and one of my hearts for it is I, I don't like, I like in this last global men's gathering, I talked about the Super Bowl and a lesson I learned from the Super Bowl. Um, I don't like watching games recorded on DVR. I, I, I just don't enjoy that. Um, I like to watch, I like to watch the live event. I like to experience things live and with the heart of what the live event is, is man. And I can tell you, we had, we had over 2,700 guys tune in live for the event, and we had groups in Iran tuning in where the gospel is illegal to gather for. And there were, we had groups in Serbia. We had CrossFit gyms in Russia. We had, um, uh, I mean, two different CrossFit gyms in Russia. We had 24 guys gathering in South Africa. Now, the time zone difference is crazy, uh, but... They, they made it a point, and they, we had guys in Cambodia, um, and then guys all across the country that were able to tune in, but just an experience for men to say, you know what, we're going we're gonna to be a part of this live together, and we're going to be a part of what I believe, SoulCon Global Men's Gathering, I believe is stewarding in 
the next great awakening inside of men all across the world where we, we demolish the illusion that Satan is trying to work inside of the heart of the body of Christ, that we are isolated, separated, and in competition together against each other, where we're going to just crush that illusion to say we are one church, we're one team. And man, the enemy, I'm, I'm telling you, the, the demonic realm hates what's happening because um, I believe the, through the big reaching hand of what SoCon Global Men's Gathering is, is inspiring men to gather together no matter where they're at, man. It could be in their, their living room and it's so busy and there, there's so many kids' events, but they can still get connected to thousands of other men across the world and experience that live. And, you know, since that happened, we had, we had 10 guys, one couple. This is a really cool story. One couple was watching and surrendered their life to Christ. We had ten t- total of 10 people that we know of that responded on just the social media. It's, it's streamed live from uh, facebook.com slash challenge. And we had 10 people surrender their life to Christ from that. From One was from Australia. Uh, so, I mean, just so cool. I'm so excited about what the <laughs> what it is. Yeah, I'm excited for you too, Cody. I'm excited about it because I like to believe that I'm part of it. Um, and, I, and I tell you, um, one of the things when I went into men's ministry um, was the fact that I, I said, God, why are you calling me to this? You know, I said, I don't even like men. <laughs> you know, because I, 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 I had a lot of trust issues with men growing up because I grew up in a very dysfunctional environment and dysfunctional home. But when God called me to this, it became very clear um, especially being a speaker in the education arena, I traveled all over the country, all over the world speaking, is that I knew based on my unique background that God was calling me to ministry and, and check this out, Cody, to cross cultural barriers um, and ethnic barriers because there's so it's so there's a, such a lack of diversity as I travel across this country. Sometimes I believe, I say, are there any Latino people in this city? <laughs> are there any black people in this city? Are there any this in that city? And so I knew when it came to the church, we know that churches can be the most segregated places on the planet when it comes to Sunday mornings. And I got to tell you, man, um, the fact when I joined that, um, um, that live um, broadcast is I said, Cody has knock down cultural and denominational and ethnic barriers. And I said, because I can almost guarantee no church was probably as diverse as the group that came on that that day. And like you said, from all over the world. And I don't even know if that was your intention, but obviously um, God had other plans. But I know that had to make God smile. Because think about it, man. Because you don't even have the numbers, but you have no idea how many denominations were represented on that on that call or on that um, that broadcast. You have no idea how many ethnic groups were there. But what I thought was so cool is being able to communicate with people because I knew just on the people I invited to to watch, it was very diverse. So I can't imagine you multiply that by a hundred or even a thousand that what it could have been like globally. So to me, kudos for that, even if that wasn't your intentions. But it was I think that it's it's an answer that a lot of church leaders and pastors have been looking for is how do we get our um, people to worship together? And it's not just to be about denominations, but about joining in one thing that we do love. And that's love. We love the Lord. And so, man, more power to you for that. I thought that was awesome. Now, let me ask you now at the gathering, you know, you guys, we had prayer. 
you know, like you said, worship music, there was gospel music, there was an invitation. Now, the only thing that seems to be missing probably was the offering. <laughs> okay. But basically what I'm saying is that it was a lot like church, but you don't use the word church to describe it. Now, was there a particular reason for that? Yeah. So I, I say for whatever reason, because <clears throat> Joe, I'm, I'm 31 and uh, the hardest age group to reach right now in the church, uh, you know, and we know statistically are the millennials. And right now, if you go up to a millennial, this is the analogy I use a ton, and I invite you to church. It is like I'm asking, I mean, it's, it's really, it's, it's, it's crazy. It's like I'm asking a girl on a date, um, and the first date is going to be a formal dinner with my entire family. Oh, my goodness. That's good. <laughs> and, and, and right, for whatever, you know, for the, the cultural, however it is, for whatever reason it is, but I believe that's how it is culturally inside of where we live in the world today. So, hey, man, you should come to church with me on a Sunday morning. Well, people, I think they respond with that. Oh, my gosh. Like, what am I going to wear? How, what's it going to be like? What are they going to do? And all of these things go through their head. But if you can just say, hey, man, there's this, there's this, uh, there's this global men's gathering that we go to. It's only one hour. We'll stop by and get some coffee. You want to come with me? Got a group of guys coming. Like, oh, cool, man. Like, what denomination is? Don't worry, man. It's just, just guys from across the city. Or it's just guys from the area. We're, we're gathering live. Um, it really it drops that barrier. It drops that barrier. So it's strategically set to where it's, it's, it is like a church service. So there was there was nothing um, accidental about that, that you knew exactly what you were doing. Yes, sir. Yes, sir. <laughs> but that that is so good. And, you know, and Cody, you're right. It's, it's so easy to get guys connected to because I was at my wife's gym. You know, we were, I'm, you know, stepping out because I told her, she said, you're not working out. I said, no, I got to go to church. <laughs> you know, so, she said, what are you talking about? I said, I'll explain it to you later. But while I was going on and they're getting ready to get started with the service, I immediately started sending out messages to guys in my contact list, you know, and telling them to join in. And I start watching them come, come into it. And think about it. Like you said, if I would invited them to church, they would look at me like I grown three heads. <laughs> but I said, Hey man, there's this gather. You need to get connected. Here's the link. Click on this. And man, we had like dozens of guys join in and just like that. And they said, man, Joe, that was awesome. And so I never thought about it until you just said that, that it's easier to get them plugged into it. And you know what a lot of guys told me, man, I wish I lived in Oklahoma. You know, I wish, because I, I tell you, when I was watching, I said, man, I wish I was there in Oklahoma. And Cody, I'm putting this out there on blast right now because I want you to hold me accountable to it so I can't back out of it. Dude, I'm coming to visit you in Oklahoma City. I, yeah. I got to spend oh, a few yeah. days there, man, just hanging out with you. And <laughs> That, oh, I, so I now wait. I can't back out. I can't back yeah. out now because I just put this on the air. <laughs> so. I, can't, I can't wait. I told you. So my, my goal with SoCon, the Global Men's Gathering, is that I speak at 70% of them. So we'll, we'll set it up to where you come out. And if you're willing, I'll have you speak at oh, one of them. Oh, that'd be cool. That'd be cool. I would love to, man. I just want to hang out with you, though. <laughs> but that'd be I, I cool. love it, man. I, 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 I'm going to hold you to it because that, that sounds really good. And I, I just look forward that time because everybody listening i know you guys know this already but joe is a warrior for the lord he's a warrior for the lord he exhausts his life for the gospel and he's the real deal and doing men's ministry i've i've seen it took me five and a half years to write my book and i've learned the art of men's ministry and the, the really the the heart of the um uh, quote unquote the american christian church the the, the unhealthy side um 
of men's ministry and the really healthy side of men's ministry. And Joe has the understanding for the healthy side, and he's he's a spoken, outspoken voice with that. So I'm really grateful. So for all you guys, that just hear my heart, man. He's the real deal. So Joe, I, man, I can't wait. I look forward to just hanging oh, out. Thank and you. I want to get I you to speak that. at one of them, too. Um, <laughs> oh, I would love to, man. But I, I appreciate that, Cody. I'll send you a check in the mail later for that. <laughs> <laughs> but I appreciate it, man. That That is, man, my, my heart, you know what my heart is, man. And when I see what you're doing, um, it just it blows my mind. It just blows my mind. But let's get, let's get back to the gathering because um, obviously I, you, they, they can see now and people, men can hear now why we're excited about it because it's, to me, it's just a unique way. And that's why I couldn't wait to get you on to hear the story about what now it makes perfect sense. You're right. A lot of these churches, they, they tend to have, I call it like, I call it like the eclipse. They're, they're once every <laughs> eclipse, every they'll have a men's gathering thing kind of thing. And so for them to have something like this on a regular basis that they can plug their men into, and I got to tell you, I'm going to be telling as many people as I possibly can as I travel about this because what a way. And now I will tell you something that I do enjoy about it. And it's probably not good for you, Cody, because you're there live. Is that it's the only time you can get away by talking in church. Because <laughs> we're, we're talking and chatting through the live feed while you're talking, giving a message or we're listening to worship music. And I'm thinking, how rude is that? But at the same time, you could not you could only do it in that medium. You know, and it's not it's not being rude. It's not being disrespectful in the sea. People praying for each other while they're streaming and communicating and leaving comments. Man, it is the coolest thing. And so I, I just think it's just a blessing. You can't see that because you're actually at the event. But we get to see that on the outside. And I just think that's powerful, man. Yeah, thank you. And just just to be able to meet people where like you said about inviting uh, like your friends to join on social media. I, I'm so fascinated with if I invite somebody to an event, um, it, depending on the event, if, it, if, it's on, if it's a social media interaction, it's like nine out of ten times they're going to show up to it. If they don't have to be there in person, well, that's the entryway to say, hey, man, I, want you to, man, I just want you to come in. That's a gateway drug. Like I want, I want you to come in <laughs> yeah. and I want you to taste and see how sweet God's presence is. And it's, it's not this feeling of, God's angry at you. He's going to kick you out. It's this, this is understanding for men all across the world to say, whoa, those guys are broken like I'm broken, but they have the answer that I'm looking for this, this question of what's the meaning of my life. No, I tell, why- I tell you, Cody, I, I can't speak for everybody else, but while I was watching it, it was just giving me a hunger to be there in person. And my wife probably thought I was crazy because in our studio, we have it's all glass. You can see outside. And I was outside while she was doing fitness classes. And I, I would see her occasionally look up. She probably thinking, why is Joe raising his hands? <laughs> why, why is he standing outside? <laughs> she didn't know I was worshiping because so the worship cool. music was so good. And you had the words on it and everything. So I didn't have to worry about what I was singing. And, yes. so, and I'm just praising him in this public place i didn't care who was watching me and i'm just praising my thing how cool is that i tell you man i was about in tears man because i know that men would respond to it and i saw this through the feed and what you're telling me now with i didn't even know all this stuff you were telling me about how in all so many different countries and everything so i mean that is just awesome but but cody i gotta ask you this man now we know from when it comes to church attendance that is made up predominantly of women typically about 60 to 80 percent but now, the, at least from what I, my perspective now, the global men's gathering from my observation and looking at the chats, the people who were just going in and commenting that it had to be about 90 to 95 percent men. 
So my question is, what's so different about this as opposed to traditional um, church services that would appeal to me? What do you think that you, it's so easy for you to get more men involved in this? You know, I think the nature of everybody participating, and this is what I try to steward from the Lord, is uh, men long, and Joe, you know this, and every man listening, we long for this. We long for somebody to challenge us, to get, if we're football players, to get up in our face mask and look at us in the face mask and challenge us to go to the next level, but that they're on the same team with us. We have to feel a challenge from somebody on the same team with us. Because if it's somebody on a podium looking down at us, talking like to us like we're in trouble, five-year-old kids, we're going to do what we do as men, to say, man, I'm not listening to you. You don't know me, and I'm going to walk away. Um, but the, what, what's different is the atmosphere of what the event is, to say, hey, we're all in this together, and we are the solution this world needs, all of us men. Um, all of us men are the body of Christ, but l- like I said in this last talk, the man, it's, it's fascinating because I hear it taught wrong all the time. The man in a marriage is the head of his wife, like Christ is the head of the church. So we have this understanding that we're not just the leaders, but we're the spiritual head of our wife. Um, so when we get men to rise up and we feel like we're on the same team, because I, I make it really clear. I've been married for, um, it'll soon be 11 years, um, and man, marriage is unbelievably hard. It is unbelievably hard. Um, it's worth it. Is every, every ounce of sweat that you put in, every tear, it's worth it to go through the fight. But guys just need to hear that they're not alone in their struggles. You know, I, I have blockers on every device that I own because I would be, I, I believe I would be dominated by pornography if I just left a open lane to destroy my life. Um, but I have devices, I have accountability. And, um, you you know, when, when men realize that across the world, that this, this guy who's speaking at it and leading it, me is not, um, a put like, I'm not uh, a pastor. I'm not, man, I'm just a, a, an everyday ordinary guy, just like them, but I'm, I'm passionate about seeing this army rise up. Of, of men. So I think that's what's different. I think we all feel on the same team because I can say some, I can get away with saying some really hard, direct things to men, but we take, we take it like friends and we go to that next level, like warrior friends. Right, right. Now, Cody, um, for, now there's going to be some people out there who are listening who are ministry leaders or pastors and look at this as somewhat competition to or an, uh, an excuse that men can use for not attending church. And we know that's not a fair assessment, but I can but I have to at least um, consider it as an argument against something like this. And so what would you say to the pastor or that person who is leading a church thinking, OK, it's hard enough to get men to come to church, period. And if you give them as an alternative, we'll never see them. So <laughs> I don't know if that's a fair question to ask you, but I know it's something that there that some man out there may be thinking. How would you address that? Yeah, well, to that person, I want you to go. Um, you can just download our app. It's free on any any app store. It's called SoulCon. And you can go to, in there, you can go to the Global Men's Gathering and see the recording of the last one, the video recording of the last one. You can watch it. And I challenge the men, and really for their pastors, I, I teach the men, say, hey, man, we cannot let the pastors do all the work. Because right now, I know I work a ton with pastors. They are doing 
more work than they should be because men aren't doing their share in the church, in the local church. So that's why you'll never see an offering being done for the ministry. SoCon Ministries is a 501c3. But during that event, that SoCon Global Men's Gathering, you'll never see an offering. You'll never see me talk about money. Um, you'll only, well, you'll never see me talk about money for the ministry of SoulCon, but you will see me talk about money of empowering the local church where the men are connected all around the world. Um, so, you know, I think warrior level stewardship is, is so important, but man, just, just with, uh, on that perspective, on that question, those men get connected and they're going to get challenged every time to be warrior leaders in the local church. Uh, and that's, man, that's the heart. Uh, the ministry of SoulCon is empowering men to empower the local church congregations. And I believe, you know, just as a patriot of this country, I believe um, uh, the, the thing this country needs the most is what happened after 9-11. After 9-11, every church in the country was packed out because we got our priorities. A, a tragic event caused our priorities internally to get refocused. And we had churches packed out all across the country. And it's time to get back there without a tragic event happening. Um, We need men to initiate it in their hearts to say, you know what? There are tragic events happening all around us as men. Right now, um, the statistics on pornography, men that are going to church on average, on a monthly basis, 70% that walk through the doors that are church-attending men have viewed a pornographic video in the last month. Um, we, we are going through tragedies, uh, that we have to take a stand against. So, uh, the global men's gathering in the heart of it, and I believe the anointing from God's heart that it stewards is an anointing to act at, a, um, with, like I teach on a ton with SoulCon, with violent action for the gospel. That means you are just going full steam ahead. It's a military term, um, to advance the gospel and the gospel we know is advanced, uh, through all of us doing our part and the local church being healthy. Now, um, Cody, I have a question for you that's kind of probably based on my own insecurity, so just forgive me. <laughs> no. <laughs> all right. Because yeah, I was thinking, you know, with, with doing the, the Global Men's Gathering and you decided you're going to do this, like you said, the second, what you said, the second Saturday of every month um, from 9 a.m. to 10 a.m. Um, Central Standard Time. Now, and I say it's coming from a, a place of insecurity for me. Um, you don't plan to stop this. You plan to continue to do this and have these events. My concern would be, what if nobody shows up, you know, and, and they don't come or that because you're talking because this is a well put together um, program. I mean, what you said, high definition, multiple cameras. I mean, the, with the the music and the, the you, know, you got great music for worship music. And so that requires a lot of work on your part to pull that together every month, even if it's only once a month. It's a lot of work. And my thing is that you're already just putting it out there and stepping out on faith because my biggest fear would be no one would show up. How, how have you reconciled that? Help an uh, insecure person like me reconcile stepping out of the boat without knowing <laughs> that you're going to be sustained when you do it. <laughs> yeah, well, let me tell you, I'm right there with you. Oh, are uh, you? <laughs> I'm, I'm, I'm right there with you. And I, you know, I'm, I'm, uh, I'm used to being a guest speaker at conferences, men's events, whatever. So my job is not getting people there. My job is bringing the message to the people that are there. So it's a different level of dynamic to take on. But I believe it is of things that happen in the ministry of SoulCon. It is the tier one of importance across our organization. And when I, the, the only way I dealt with that is 
coming before the Lord on my knees and saying, and I just remember the conversation, say, God, this is way too big for me to take on. I, I like, you know, I told my wife, uh, we were praying through it, that the room for failure is the biggest I've ever faced with ministry and the, the room to look like an idiot because nobody shows up. Because if we're being honest, like you, if you do an event that caliber and you get five people to show up, you feel stupid. Um, but I just knew the Lord was going and I saw his man. I, I met with the church that hosts the event is actually my home church, but I was looking at different churches and they have a, they staff a team of eight people and they all believe in and love the vision before they've ever even seen it. But they helped. I'm telling you, they did more work than I did for that event. Um, I mean, from the detailed work of setting it up, the sound, the live streaming, the, I mean, it was to see God's hand, but I just want to encourage everybody when God is calling you, I heard Stephen Furtick say, which I love, you can only be about 60% sure all the time when you're following God. <laughs> <laughs> I like that. And I, I just really love that um, because I was about 60% sure, but I'd step, and every step I would take, I would see God's hand there. Um, and, man, I saw it with the, when I did SoulCon Challenge Team Alpha. I wanted to do something, and it was very similar. I wanted to get guys together and group together via video conferencing. And so I made this deal and I put it out and I had a ton of, at that point, my Facebook page was, my personal Facebook page was probably over 17,000 people. I had a ton of connections and we had 36 guys on the first one. And, you know, that was interesting for me. And then this last one that just finished yesterday, we had 856 guys joining across the world. Um, so in one year, so I was reminded of that, but what I, what I remind, what I speak faith into is that men are hungry for a movement. They're hungry for it. So as I look into what this is, I actually have a 30-year mapped out process for what this looks like to just let everybody know we're not going to quit because I, I believe in what the, the process is. Um, I have to look at it through the lens. It is one of those God-sized dreams that takes so much more than you personally can give. And that's what excites me the most because it scares me. Cause Joe, I'm right there with you brings out my insecurity. Um, but you know, if, if guys can know they're going to, what I've learned with men's ministry, if they can go to event an event or watch it online and they know there's a specific in our culture today, if they know a specific start time and end time, and they know that, um, they have an idea of what they're going to head into and it's consistent you can start to grow and get people there. So this this first one, we had about 146 guys show up uh, live in person. And my vision when I started this, this church holds 1,850. So I, I have the vision. I want that to double every time in attendance, which is an audacious goal. So this next one, for everybody that's live in person in Oklahoma City, <clears throat> I talked to a guy on my board for the ministry, and he bought all the T-shirts. We're going to have T-shirts laying over the back of seats for the first 300 guys that show up. And, you know, a lot of people have asked me, they're like, man, what if you only get like 50 guys that show up? I'm like, man, well, <laughs> <laughs> uh, that, that would be, uh, that'd be a bummer, but Goodwill will have some really cool t-shirts uh, <laughs> with Soulcon logos on them. Uh, but really it's it, uh, just the encouragement to every man out there. This, this world needs us to be willing to fail big for the gospel. Amen. Amen. Cody, you're, you're so um, right on with that and spot on with that. 
because, you know, in ministry, you do get insecure because, you know, you can look like a failure. Um, my pastor told me, he says, Joe, pastors are some of the most insecure people you will ever meet. He says, not because they're bad people. He said, because they're human. And now when you bring that up, because I tell you, I was, I was like, I'll be scared to do an event like that and nobody shows up. And then I think about it. This podcast, when I first launched it uh, just over just a little bit over a year ago, Cody, I was like, I don't even know anybody's going to listen. You know, I said, but God, you're telling me to do this and, and to help connect these men to great, um, great men like Cody and all these other guys out there and to give them information because they want it and they crave it. And Cody, I had no idea when I launched this thing that you're talking about we would come the number one podcast for Christian men in in a year over a hundred thousand downloads. Wow. Unbelievable. And that I'm thinking, so cool. wow, and I was scared to death <laughs> to, to do it. Because now it's not on now I know with the events that you guys are doing with the global the global gathering that there's a lot of, you got eight people working in and you got a, these people doing the lighting and now, I just had to put personal money in launching the podcast. And to me, I was stepping out on faith just doing that. So I can't even imagine having an event like what you're doing and to say, I'm going to do this every month and hope somebody shows up. You know? And I hope they come and get a T-shirt. <laughs> to me, that that is truly stepping out of the boat. You know, so, man, I, I applaud um, your faith in that. And, man, I definitely will be interceding and praying um, over this because, man, it, it has to happen, man. Because I can't see anything better now that's um, crossing those cultural and ethnic and denominational lines like this. But uh, I got a couple more questions for you because we're closely to running out of time. But I, I wanted to um, just kind of like put it on the other side of that man who he said, now, I know you're not calling it church, but it sure feels like church. <laughs> you know, and you don't know you and Cody don't understand that I'm a little bit reluctant about going to church or that man who may be thinking I've been hurt by the church. We know people like that. Or basically, he um, considers church just boring. What would you say to that man about why he should come to the global gathering? Yeah, that's man. That's a that's a tough one to answer. But I, I just want to speak into the heart of that man to say you've been hurt by people in the church, and and not God. And God is amazing. And he's what you're, I mean, your personal relationship with Jesus will never reach its maximum potential if you're not connected to the local church. I had a pastor tell me that my marriage will only be as strong as my commitment to my local church body. And I'm going to tell you, that's not in the Bible, but that's the best advice I've ever been given in a healthy marriage. Um, as my family gets connected. So I just want to encourage that man listening to say, man, I've been hurt by the church. Let me tell you, the, the place of healing is with other people inside of one focus in the church gathered together. And the Global Men's Gathering is the church capital C all around the world. It doesn't matter your denomination, but you get together with other guys and whether you're gathering in a coffee shop with one other guy by yourself in a church with 60 other guys, a hundred other guys, you're going to be in a place where men understand their brokenness and their focus is their savior and looking at the cross. And that's, that's what we need the most in our country right now, because I I've heard so many stories and I, man, I can empathize with a lot of them. Um, but God is not the one that hurt your heart. Um, it is people trying to steward in things they hear from God, 
um, they, they have visions for. And let me tell you, you walk close enough with me for a long time in our personal life, I'm going to hurt your feelings. But here's the, here's the thing that I need. I need you to walk with me and tell me when I hurt your feelings because most of the time I'm going to do it and I'm not even going to realize that I did it. I'm just a sinful human that sometimes I'll get sidetracked and be thinking about something else and not being focused on that I just hurt your feelings. So we just really have to take the warrior initiative to gather. And the ministry for SoulCon is for that man that wants to be the solution. And we take that warrior stand to say, you know what, even if we've got our feelings hurt, it's time to rise again. Because if we're on a football team and you're, you're one of the starting players and I'm looking at you and you don't want to go out because you got your feelings hurt by the coach, I get in your face mask and I tell you, I'm sorry about your feelings, but let's go. Uh, let's go. And I understand that getting your feelings hurt is a bummer um, and hardships and, and big time. I mean, you, you see so many things happen with the church. But here's the deal. Satan is attacking the church because he hates the message. So our war is not flesh and blood. Um, we deal with a battle. Uh, the spiritual battle is the battle that we fight as men. And, um, and we need, so every man listening on that fence, we need you. We need you to commit, whether it's committing to watch online, the first one on Facebook and inviting some people with you, um, but it's being connected. And, and man, that, that encouragement for you, I just, I just want to um, challenge you because what makes it different is with this men's ministry, what our standard is, is we are committed to the highest caliber of excellence possible. So you watch it, you're going you're gonna to see a, a great experience for your life and you're going to get challenged to a deeper relationship with the Lord. So I want to encourage you, make an excuse to be there because we make excuses to get out of certain things all the time. I want you to make an excuse to win, to make an excuse to be there. And thanks for sharing that, Cody. I really appreciate that because we do want to reach that man who just thinks he doesn't want to try just one more time, but just say, man, what do you got to lose? Make an excuse to be there. And so, Cody, I'm going to end with my last question, just being more informational, uh, because to the people out there who are listening, the men out there who say, you know what, Cody, I'm all in, and they want to um, check out the Global Men's Gathering. What do they have to do to get connected? What's to be the best way for them to do that? Yeah, really the best way is our app. You download our app. It's free. It is amazing. It's a, like I'm just a huge fan of it because it's such a powerful resource because uh, I'm a fitness trainer for 11 years. Um, but I'm just really passionate about men's ministry. It's a cool entry point. You download the app. It's free. SoulCon, it's one word, S-O-U-L-C-O-N, one word. And you download the app. And on that, you'll see teaching, a button for teaching, then you'll see global men's gathering. But I would encourage you to get connected with our community. You'll see community. There's SoulCon community. You can start to hear some of the heart of guys. We almost have a 1,000 guys connected in that one private Facebook group. Um, but it's really, it's this transparent life to live with warriors of, I mean, pastors, leaders, ministry leaders, um, to just men all across the world, which is really, really cool, missionaries to everyday men. Um, it's really, really, really neat. But I would encourage you to get connected that way. And then write down on your calendar to join in live and watch the live experience. It's from our Facebook page, um, which you can find on the app. Uh, but it's the second Saturday of every month at 9 a.m. Central Standard Time. So it's, it's an experience that you just don't want to miss and share. And this next one, what, I, what I'm talking about is one of my favorite things I've ever been able to study. And let me tell you, the spiritual warfare to teach this one has been fascinating. So 
um, teaching on what it looks like as a man to have a constant sober mind um, in the perspective of a high-level special forces guy that just walked in and destroyed the enemy. Now he's going back home, and the enemy hates him the rest of his life. And I, my, the communication on this next one is to understand as men, we go play offense for the gospel. We better have an established defense in our life. Amen. Amen. And Cody, just based on you sharing that, that they can go um, and download the app. What I'm also going to do, too, I'm going to talk to our web person and see if we can create a, a graphic or a graphic box on our site that they can click on and gain immediate access um, whenever you do, guys do have the gatherings. Because I think we need to be having um, the people who are associated with you kind of promoting this on all their um their channels so people can have access to it. But, um, yeah, I love the app. The app is awesome. So, um, thanks for, um, letting us know about that. And guys, we've reached, um, the end of our show today, but don't you worry. We'll be back to do it all again next week with a new guest, with new insights and new lessons. So make sure you don't miss it. And I'd like to thank Cody for joining us today, for being so gracious with his time again. Thank you, Cody, for um, being on the show, man. Thank you so much, sir. And I got to tell you, Cody, you know, I don't know what the next thing that you're going to be up to. I need to kind of get a peek at this 30-year plan you were talking about. But I definitely, whatever you're doing something like this, I want to bring you on the show to talk about it because you know the hearts of men and what you're doing is really, really expanding the kingdom of God for um, and reaching those men. So I'm so proud and excited um, for you, man. So thank you for the work that you do, man. Thank you, sir. And guys, to all of you out there, please do us a favor, and this is so important. Take about 30 seconds to go with iTunes and rate the program for us. It's the best way to help us get this program in the hands, ears, and hearts of men just like you. So please don't keep us a secret. Share us with your friends. Until next time, I'm Joe Martin, your man builder with RealMenConnect.com, reminding you that we are males by birth, but we are men by choice. So each and every day, choose to be the man God called and created you to be, because a male is a terrible thing to waste. So until next time, stay strong, stay blessed, and as always, stay in his grip. Thank you for listening to the Real Men Connect podcast with Dr. Joe Martin. Real Men Connect isn't just a podcast. It's a mission, ministry, and movement to help good men become the great men God called and created us to be. And the best is yet to come. So if you enjoyed this episode, go ahead and leave us a review in iTunes. It really helps us to build the podcast and to reach, teach, and impact more men, all for the glory of God. And make sure you check out realmenconnect.com to get our free tools and resources to help you go from good man to great man God's way. Again, that's realmenconnect.com. Thank you for listening. We'll see you in the next episode. Real Men Connect is a listener-supported podcast, and we're now the number one radio podcast on iTunes for Christian men. If this podcast has blessed you in any way and you'd like to help us continue to bless and transform the lives of even more husbands, fathers, sons, and leaders, please prayerfully consider supporting this ministry. Just go to realmenconnect.com and click on the donate button. And may God bless your faithful giving.